I'm Noah. And I'm Ben. And you're listening to Product Journey. Well, how's it going, Ben? Going pretty well. Um, got, a, got a busy week. Got a busy month. I think I mentioned that. I'm doing so much freelance stuff on the side this month. And now this week, we had yet another uh, SSO incident at my day job <laughs> oh which basically led to some some overtime uh, it was it was not fun but um yeah no thursday friday is just freelance work which is always always more enjoyable and then i'm mm-hmm. looking forward to the weekend already <laughs> what about you sounds like sounds like you're filling your schedule um pretty tight yeah I barely had time to do anything on the side projects, to be honest. Basically, just you know, watch watch some graphs go top right. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm doing good. Um, I was in some deep thought this last week. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of things, a lot of things going on. Uh, working on a lot of different parts of Potion. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of just like in deep thought, you know, like when you're, you kind of sit back and you're kind of like thinking about like what you want to do next and there's so many unknown, uh, answers and you just kind of, yeah, I just kind of jump into the deep end and then it's, it's hard to come out of there. And, and, and then you kind of are just like daydreaming throughout the day and then, um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of what it's been like for me a little bit. Mm, so basically it, like is it about making a decision in which direction to take potion or yeah yeah it's like thinking about like where should i go next like where should i build next to make it more valuable yeah i hate that man i hate that stage <laughs> <laughs> well at this at the same time it's kind of fun because you're just like getting to kind of plan out the the different directions you could go and there's just a lot of to think about and it, it i mean it's kind of exciting to think about the things you can build or do um and and kind of uh, imagining it a little bit so I, I think it's kind of fun but yeah it, it's an interesting place to be when you're like deep in thought like that yeah I, th- I think i almost always end up thinking like just just make a move in any direction and see how it goes like <laughs> you'll you yeah, probably do something yeah you probably never know before you try it like it's it's not irreversible so you could always switch course back later but just being stuck there thinking about five different things that you could do i don't like that (laughs) right but i mean i think there are things that you can do to try to get uh an idea of where to go i mean so this we were just looking at some of our past podcast episodes and that was i feel like a lot of things that we talked about in the pot in the past on this podcast of like how to get a signal, how to get validation, um, you know, like talking to customers, getting feedback. <clears throat> I think those are the kind of things that you can do to make these kind of decisions. And and so that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to like do those kind of things, um, talk to different people. Um, so I, I think that's helping. Um, yeah. It makes me think about the difference um, of how 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 things were for us, like starting businesses at the beginning of this pod versus now. Like, how do you think it's how do you think it's different, or how how have we changed? 
Well, that's a big question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it needs a big answer. Come oh, there on. is there. <laughs> there is so much different. I would say. Um, I think when we look back, like how we both approached what we're building right now, it's a lot different from how we approached, uh, like building Playgroup, for example. I did way more customer interviews. I feel I tried to, you know, like I tried way more to um yeah just to talk to people trying who were trying to build communities and i was writing down much more looking at uh, what they wanted to see and it actually got me more confused <laughs> looking back at it um mm-hmm. so yeah i think i should not have spent <laughs> that much time on it and probably just you know develop it quicker and then iterate it on the mvp quicker um, but I think you also kind of did that with, with potion now, right? You didn't really do, do that much. Like there's, there was no mom test mm-hmm. style interviews going on. Uh, yeah, that is interesting. Um, yeah, when you, you mentioned that, I think looking back, we both kind of did the same thing with that, where we were really leaning into like the mom test, talking to people, doing those kind of things. And I, and I think that's, good um i think you need to do that in certain situations but i think what we both did was we both like leaned in more towards the 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 markets and the things that we like know best right like i was starting out with support man doing support stuff i was never you know a support rep or agent myself so i had to really do some digging to like figure out their problems and then you were kind of in the community space, which, you know, you haven't ever necessarily ran a community on your own. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there was, you know, things for you to learn and figure out there. And then, like, you then kind of went in, you know, what you're doing with all around is, like, you know, d- developer stuff. Like, that's kind of like your bread and butter. Like, you, you've been doing that stuff for years. Um, you know the design stuff. You you know developers, so you know your your target market there. And then like I've kind of with Potion, I'm now like serving other entrepreneurs and creators, which I know way better and understand a lot better. I'm not like serving these bigger companies, so I feel like I think that's interesting. I, I think that makes a lot of sense, especially for like indie hackers, like building the things that you know well and you you enjoy like we i think we kind of both started to build businesses that were more in our like space that we'd enjoy yeah more in our reach <laughs> yeah which i think is is yeah i think that's really smart uh, i mean i think that's something that indie hackers should do like i feel like that's what a lot of <clears throat> people say to do like a lot of advice is like build build something for yourself, like build a product for yourself. I think there's a lot of, that makes a lot of sense. I think there's some things, you know, you, you can fall into maybe some traps where, you know, if you're building something for yourself, but really no one else cares because maybe you're, you know, you're kind of on an Island with, with what you want and no one else really cares about that, then that could be a problem. But if, if you're building something for yourself and you know, there's other people out there that would want that same thing. Um, you know, you can kind of just build what you think you need to build in a lot of ways because you're kind of the target demographic. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what I feel with true fans. Like I know what, what, you know, like the minimal requirements for each module are and how they could look in, 
three years from now. But yeah, mm -hmm. I, I just know what, what I would want them to do in the beginning. And also how, how expensive it would be to buy them elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm, I'm curious, do you think that like, or how would you, how would you say that our approach to validation has changed? Because I think mine has changed significantly. <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, so I think it's at least with potion, I think it's gotten a lot easier for me. I mean, I guess I'm, I'm farther along, like I'm not in that very beginning stage, Because, yeah, in the very beginning stage, it was more like my validation to get started was I just did lots of research, seeing what people were doing online, seeing what people were talking about in the Notion space, basically seeing like, okay, I think there's kind of like a, a bigger market here. There's kind of a wave here with Notion, and I'm just going to go for it. And and I kind of already know like what I think people would want. You know, there's lots of website builders out there, so I can kind of take some inspiration from some different areas. Um so I think that made it a lot easier for me uh, with that. And, and now I think it's it's much easier because I have customers I can talk to. I'm like answering support requests. So I'm, I'm always, since I'm always talking to customers from that, like from the support side and like people having thoughts about what I'm building and stuff on Twitter, like I kind of just get this feeling for like, what's needed what people want and it's not like i have tons of data but it's like i have this like qualitative um feedback that is just kind of like this it, it kind of gives me like a, a gut feel and, and i kind of pair that with like what i'm seeing in the market what i'm seeing other people do and it, it kind of just like creates this idea of in my head of like what needs to be done what's the most important um I don't have, I don't have to have like any, I mean, I do, I do write down some feedback and stuff I get from people and like tasks and stuff. Um, but I kind of just keep most of it. Like it's, it's a small enough amount. I can keep it like all in my head and I can kind of create an idea of what's needed all in my head and just kind of have this gut feel. Yeah. I, I totally think that the stage that you're at right now, like that's already like validated, right? But you totally did skip the, like the initial phase of going out there and looking if there is actually man for it because you saw that there is like a wave and you just jumped on it i guess kind of like what i did with yeah. tiny look yeah. right like i had a gut feeling i was like let's just let's just do it and see how it goes <laughs> yeah and, and that worked out pretty well for you with tiny log yeah uh, making something that you know at least, at least you know someone else wanted to buy so <laughs> that's good yep <laughs> yeah and um for you too <laughs> Yeah, I think the, and I think that's why the validation stuff is such a tricky question. And it's something that we struggled through on this podcast for tons of episodes uh, because it, it, it just isn't like one answer fits all kind of thing. It's just like, it really depends on the market you're in. It really depends on what you're trying to do as a uh, entrepreneur. And yeah, it just looks different to everyone i think and um i think that's the other thing that's help, uh, helped us is that you kind of have to like build up your muscle on your own like you kind of have to build up this validation muscle of like okay what does it look like to you to build a business that's in the place you want it to be that's working like you want it to be um 
and 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 once you've done it a few times it's kind of easier and then you're kind of like oh yeah this should feel like this when i put out a, a launch thing and people should um should be interested in this way and if not then that's kind of a bad sign because i've seen this before and that didn't really work out then so you kind of yeah i think you kind of build up that muscle and that kind of helps give you feedback of like when things are working and not yeah that's, not working that's true even though i would say i i would probably argue that people did or yeah i would probably argue that people should do less upfront validation like less email collecting and taking that as any any sign of you know tra traction or validation or whatever and just get to building the right. thing and try to validate the actual product and not whatever comes before that yeah i, I mean i yeah i can see that to an extent but i think that that's where it is tricky again is like I think everyone needs to match how they do it, like how they build their business with like their skills. Um, like if you are really good at seeing trends and understanding um, how, why people are doing things or, or, or customer interviews, like maybe you can lean on that a little bit more. Or if you're like a really great developer like yourself, then yeah, you might as well lean on just going, building the real thing and getting feedback that way. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that's probably a, probably a, maybe a, a good general idea that you're talking about. But I do think it it can depend a bit with person to person. Yeah, I might be biased. <laughs> I probably am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is so hard though. It's it's very difficult. <laughs> um, and then you know, once you get started, like there's so many variations of success or like of things working that it's it's still hard to kind of gauge because every business kind of has a different like growth trajectory of like what's good what's not um in that market and um you know it, it yeah you can't just like compare to everyone else because there's going to be some people where their business just takes off in you know months and it's seems like it's really easy but like that doesn't mean that what you're working on isn't isn't good you know yeah yeah um so yeah i think that's where like the the patience comes in yeah um, that's which true. is tricky which by the way is another thing that we've <laughs> uh that was smooth which <laughs> which is another thing that we've struggled with in the past like a lot how do you feel about patience right now <laughs> um I think <laughs> I think I'm the one that mostly struggles with this. Yeah. And that's why we <laughs> we keep bringing it back up because I'm just like not patient. Um <clears throat> yeah, I I definitely am feeling that a little bit. Like I I just want things to happen quicker and I'm like thinking about okay, what can I do to like make potions start to grow quicker and um <clears throat> Yeah, like I'm on this tra I I made this goal that I'd like to hit $2000 MRR by the end of the summer and um i think i'm a bit under that right now and uh, i think there's you know i think think there's still a chance that i could reach that by then um but I, there's gonna be there's gonna have to be some kind of big launch like like product hunt could actually very well do it but something like that or you know some collaboration with somebody that just does really well like i think it could happen um but it's you know some of those things like i can't really control it's just like making a good product and 
you know, reaching out to some people and, and making people know some people know about it. And then like, you know, maybe something will happen. Um, and, but yeah, it's hard to feel like I don't have control of that as much as I'd like. Um, and so being patient in that, um, so yeah, that, that whole idea though made me kind of think of this different concept. And I was actually talking about this with another indie hacker yesterday. Um, basically the idea that, you know, are you building a business? I mean, this is kind of a question for all of us. Are you building a business to try to get some revenue like as fast as possible? Or are you building a business just to try to like create value for people? And, and maybe in, in that latter scenario, like, do you care about the money? Like, or are you just trying to like kind of build a fun business that you really enjoy um, that's valuable to people and, and, you know, don't worry about the money as much. Um, I think it's an interesting question because, I mean, obviously I think the majority of people, they, they take the first route. Like they're basically, they're about the money trying to get their MRR to grow. And I think I fall into that, you know, a lot of times because I'm not patient and, uh, (laughs) I don't want to be at my full-time job forever so i'm like wanting to get this business to take off so i can work on it full time kind of thing like that's that's definitely kind of the boat i'm in and i think a lot of people are in but i think if you can be in the other boat like you can make a really good business um and i don't know you do have to be careful with that too because you could just make a business or something that doesn't really work at all um but I think if you're really focusing on the value for people, like it, it could work out. It just might take longer. So a, a good example of this, uh, just to give us something more con- concrete to talk about, <clears throat> is AJ. Do you know who AJ is? Yeah, from Card, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, from Card. So AJ did an AMA on Indie Hackers this last week. And um, hit, so... If you don't know, Card is a website builder. So it's kind of in the same space as Potion, just not with, you know, building it with Notion. But it's it's in the website builder space. So kind of some similarities. And uh, he did an AMA and he shared some really interesting stats. So he started Card a little over three years ago. So he's been working on it quite a while. But he's been, he, he started out as like a side project. Like it was really just him to build what he wanted to build and bring value to people and like it was a side business he didn't really care about the money as much like his his plans are like really cheap i think it's like nine dollars for one site for the whole year and then like his most expensive plan is like 25 dollars for like 25 websites for a whole year or something crazy yeah. like that so it's <laughs> like he's not charging very much um so he, already number one he's kind of going against um, what most bootstrappers say, like, you know, charge more, yeah. um, you know, you'll get way better customers if you have higher prices and all that. Um, and he has like a free plan and stuff. So he, he's breaking all the rules. Right. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, he's working on this and three years later, like it's just slowly became like this huge business. And, and so he, he runs it all by himself, but now he has someone that helps him with support. So it's now just, it's two of them. I think he, I mean, he does do it full time now, but since, you know, he started, there's now been 2.5 million websites created on card, which is pretty, that's a lot. Insane. <laughs> yeah. 
And he's, and that's been from 1.6 million unique users. Spreeze. So lots of different users using it. <clears throat> um, he's now earning 1 million ARR. So he's doing over a million a year. And there's 10K new sites being created daily on card. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, like, so it's just, it's kind of mind-blowing to think of the scale of that where he's just made something valuable and <clears throat> he's kind of just built, like, slowly built an amazing business that, like, you know, if you've ever tried card, like, it, it really is a very good website builder. Like, the design, the the simplicity of making a website with that uh, is just, it's really good. And then like he has tons of docs on like how, you know, how to like, if any problem you have, you know, you could probably find it, the answer in his docs. So it's very well self serve. Um, so he's, yeah, he's just like slowly made this business that just works really well. And, you know, somehow he's able to support that many people with him and another person, which is crazy. <laughs> I think he, I think he said, I saw in one of the, questions or answers to the questions he's they get around 200 support requests a day um so i mean that's you know that's a good amount but it's something that i guess the two of them can handle that's a um, lot man <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um so yeah i think he's a very interesting example of someone that's built their business to really just focus on bringing value and it's slowly turned into like probably a really like good business with a lot of margin and probably a business he really enjoys because he's like focused on just enjoying building this business. Yeah. Um, and he's not focused on the MRR. Um, so yeah, what, what do you think about, what do you think about those two different perspectives or two different ways of doing it after hearing like a concrete example like that? Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I, I don't think I ever thought of, I, like I, I don't think I ever set out to build something just to make the money. <laughs> like that's not the end goal. I don't think it ever was, and I, I don't know why people would do that because honestly, there are easier ways to get, <laughs> to get money. You know. Mm, um, yeah. You yeah you could just do other work on the side. You know which which pays better. Uh, like I'm doing with the freelance right now. If that's what what you what you want. Um. So I think I've always kind of thought about you know starting my own business a little different um in the sense that it you know it doesn't have to generate revenue and it should be fun and if it's not then i'm already messing something up because <laughs> that's that's a great way of adding something to your life like that just makes it worse <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um yeah so yeah the the second way like what aj did is definitely more interesting to me i don't think i want to get to 100 or 200 support requests per day either <laughs> but yeah that's that's probably just how you build it and what you build and what you want to outsource or not because if you're making one one million arr you can probably just out like you know like get rid of all the support stuff you don't have to do it yourself anymore <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah i think i'm very deliberate in like when it comes to the actual business side, because I wouldn't, you know, I'm not looking to hire somebody. Um, if I build the lot of true fans to a certain size, I'd still try to do it all by myself or just get people on as contractors. Um, and only as long as needed. Like that's, that's easier for me. It feels to manage. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the... I think... Well, I mean, I think the other thing that people... You know, it's not just money, usually, I think. I think the other thing people are trying to do when they're building a business is just, like, probably, like, the status of it. Like, like just the status of, like, I made a, a successful business or, you know, SaaS is so cool. Everyone wants to build a SaaS business now, right? <laughs> so it's just kind of, like, the, the cool thing to do <clears throat> or something. Um but yeah, I think like for me, like I definitely want to do this because I enjoy creating and I want to uh build a business that's valuable to people. But I think the the money always gets tied in like you know, it's it's kind of like that carrot or something hanging front that's like telling you how it's going. And so it's easy to kind of just fall towards oh, what's what's my MRR or like how's growth or things like that because it it's kind of some of the the metrics that tell you that like okay this is working or not and so I think it's easy to fall into that um yeah I think I can get distracted into like okay I want to build a business because it's enjoyable it's helpful to other people or it's bringing value and it's it's fun to do but I think I, I can get distracted into like looking at like the how how it's going and focusing too much on that maybe um i don't know at the other at the other hand i think that is partially why i enjoy it so much like kind of like the challenge of it like of trying to make a business that works and you know the money is a part of that um so i, I yeah i don't think it's all bad um yeah i just as long as i just don't make it to where i just make a a monster that's not even you know a business i want to be running <laughs> yeah yeah exactly like that's the worst part that like that's the worst, worst outcome you could you could get for yourself <laughs> right <clears throat> right so that that kind of i guess i i talked about some of the deep <laughs> the deep things i was thinking about this last week these are these were some of the things um <laughs> which i think is good like i think it's good to, to talk about this stuff or or like to think about some of the deeper reasonings for why we do what we're doing i think it's really good to come back to there it's just you can get you can really think about this stuff for a long time yep <laughs> and never come back or or just come back with no answers <laughs> Um, but yeah, I guess the reason I'm thinking, I was thinking about this was I'm trying to decide like two different paths I could start to take potion. One is, and I think we talked about this a little bit, build towards payments of like making it really easy for people to take payments on potion. And so this would be more so working toward building towards the maker entrepreneur like solo entrepreneur crowd indie hacker crowd um which i think that lines up like you know that's more in the stage of probably card is where like you know when you're serving the 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 solo entrepreneurs um it's kind of i think basically it would just take longer to make that business grow um especially monetary uh money wise um because the other option would be if I go up market to selling to like bigger businesses that are using Notion and and helping them create help docs and API docs, 
Um, basically, I think I could make more money, at least faster, going that route. But is it is it something I actually enjoy doing? Like, would I actually enjoy working with those businesses as they're and having them as customers? Since they are, you know, they're different. I wouldn't necessarily be serving myself as much, basically. Um, so that's kind of the question that brought me that brought me to this. Um, yeah, that's a good one, actually. You, yeah. What What is your initial thoughts about that? So my initial thought is none of the is like both decisions can probably coexist <laughs> mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. are there like some technical implications that if you want to go with the uh, payments and um the indie folks that would exclude the docs probably not right right like i could i could do all of it i guess <laughs> eventually um and, and maybe that's what I'll do eventually once, you know, I have the time. At the same time, I don't want to, like, I want to be careful with that, too, because, like, the, the April Dumford, like, positioning stuff. Like, if I'm just doing everything, at what point am I doing, like, nothing? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And not doing a good job. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I think I need to be careful with that. But, like, at the same time, like, I've already seen this. The Kind of the tricky thing is... Uh, even like there's there's so many use cases with Notion and Potion, even in the solo entrepreneur indie hacker world of like what people want to be able to do, that basically it covers a lot of ground. Where if I if I even do that work, it will end up kind of covering the API docs and help doc space because you, you I don't know you basically there's just so many different kind of websites people are trying to create that if you can cover some of those use cases it kind of works for a lot of cases yeah and everything in some ways yeah that's true it's i think it's interesting and do you know from the um from your current customers how many folks they, they are probably most of them are from the indie space right yeah yeah pretty much the large majority of my customers are like indie hackers yeah so it, it it feels like to me it feels like you kind of have made that decision already, <laughs> but yeah maybe. But you're a little hesitant. I I don't think it's it's mutually exclusive. And if you see that it doesn't work out, you can always go back and change course. I I would say like it's it's not not a decision that you can't take back in a way. It would be repositioning for sure. But I also see that if you go with the indie folks, um who are already in a place where they where they are getting payments for something and and using potion for it they might also be in the place where they need docs for something <laughs> because whatever they get paid for might need a documentation right so you could actually yeah. combine both of them in the end i guess it's more about how how to start out right like what's the best path to um to take right now like what's the first thing you should do and i would say because the majority of your audience or your customers even is already in that space and you can reach that space easier it seems yeah, like the, yeah. like it seems like the smartest choice to to stick to that route yeah yeah i agree i think i think that makes a lot of sense i did have so i have a few companies using potion and uh this last week i had a potential customer that wanted to use it for API docs and help docs. And basically they then like described out the whole 
direction kind of like the whole plan of if i went that direction more like what they wanted like they they kind of just like spelled it out for me which is pretty <laughs> nice because it was it was kind of what i was already thinking and and thinking i would build if i went in that direction um but yeah they had a lot of cool ideas and it was really good to hear their feedback on it <clears throat> um but yeah that was that was that was good just to like see like okay there are some companies out there that want this it's just like i definitely would have to go find more of them and i I think before i go down that direction i'd also need to do some more discovery just to see like how many companies are actually in this boat that are wanting something like this um because that would definitely be important to know um but i think it'd be funny because what we were kind of talking about earlier in the pod with doing uh the mom test and having you know like having to do more discovery because we're not necessarily the 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 customer like i would be going in that direction where i would probably need to do more of that stuff because i would be building something for a company that i don't necessarily understand as well and um so yeah it would yeah it it kind of brings me back to like would I, i i think i would enjoy it though because like i think you know serving other SaaS companies is still like fun um but it's like maybe it'd be a little more uncomfortable because it's not like i just completely understand it myself yeah that makes Um, a lot of sense (laughs) so i don't know yeah like maybe for that reason like at least for now like we're saying like it probably doesn't make sense for me to jump into that right away yep i i totally agree (laughs) (sighs) yeah um so yeah those are some of the (laughs) the deep thoughts i was into this last week (laughs) I don't have too much to share, to be honest, but I can share one cool thing that happened last week, which is that Tailwind article I wrote. Um, it actually mm-hmm. got picked up by a huge Chinese blog, which has like an Alexa rank Ooh. of, I don't know, something in the 100. <laughs> and yeah, it, it basically made like 4K uniques over the week. And somebody from another blog in Japan <laughs> who has like 150K followers reached out and asked if he could translate it to Chinese or Japanese whoa yeah and i'm probably getting a backlink from there too so <laughs> that's kind of cool to nice. see i i didn't really expect it to you know spread that that far but it's good to see that those few channels that i was focusing on are actually working already <laughs> yeah yeah that's pretty cool yeah it's it's kind of interesting now with online businesses <clears throat> that basically you have to build with like international market like serving international customers like from the get-go now yeah which is pretty crazy because you know i feel like when i started doing businesses and stuff a couple years ago it was like basically for me at least it was just like all right you just make a business for the u.s and uh just people in the u.s will use it and uh, speak people that speak english but now it's like it's just kind of open to everyone, which is great. Like everyone has more access to the internet and stuff. Um, but I, I guess it's more to think about as a, as a indie hacker of like how to build for that. Yeah. I've, I've, I've given that some thought because, you know, I'm in Germany. I could actually build products that just for German companies or whatever. Right. And <laughs> mm-hmm. I never really thought about doing it though. Like I wouldn't know why, like I'm artificially, you know like reducing the amount of people who could use the product (laughs) yeah yeah so unless there's a really good 
reason to just do that like some gdpr thing or you know like some i don't know like clone a company that's really well established in in the u.s but doesn't exist in germany and there are some implications and stuff you would need to change for german companies to use that like that's the only reason i could ever think of just just going for a smaller market so yeah definitely think about everybody mm, yeah. in, in the world when, <laughs> when doing that yeah for potion i think probably a little more than 50 percent of my customers aren't from the u.s yeah it, it <laughs> might even be more than that um but i even have like <laughs> I'll, I'll check people's websites every once in a while and i'll have websites that are like in different languages and i'm like i have no idea what, <laughs> what that website <laughs> is but it's built on potion um so it's kind of fun yeah that's that's every analytics tool for me basically germany is always like i don't know third last or whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah <clears throat> yeah that's pretty cool so yeah like would you think of translating some of your posts like earlier on or just more to see like oh if some other countries are picking it up like like this one then you would do that i, I don't know if it's that much about the language to be honest i'm more interested in why did that topic get picked up right like what's so interesting and with table it's mm -hmm. easy to see because it's like pretty hot right now but I, yeah. what I want to focus on, though, in in that case, is like what other topics could I could I come up with right now that get equal amounts of interest, right? Um, or should I even go go ahead and make like a little, you know, free I don't know five chapter course um, on customizing table and go into detail even more? I think that could be could be something like that mm, could be yeah. like one of those pillar content pieces um, that drive some traffic over the next. I don't know, maybe another year or something. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a good plan. Yeah, I mean, if you find something that works, like, probably keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, let's see. Any anything else that you want else that you wanted to share? I think that's all. <laughs> cool. Uh, so yeah, one of the things I was working on this last week is adding search. Um, so I added search to Potion websites where basically you can just like, it's in the top right corner and you can search for the different pages. And I just made it so that you can basically <clears throat> enable or disable that. And uh, it's funny because the reason I, I finally decided to add that was because that, that potential customer was basically saying like, hey, we have to have this for help docs. <laughs> we got to be able to yeah, have customer search for their, <laughs> the different things. Um, so yeah, decided to just go ahead and add that. And so that wasn't, that wasn't too bad. It wasn't too hard. Um, <clears throat> I've done some integrations over the last couple weeks. I did a integration with shoutout.so and testimonial.2. Basically both of those are ways that people can gather, um, like tweets or text or video from their customers yeah. or, or, you know, businesses can gather those things for um, basically making like a wall of love kind of thing. And then they can then now with the integration, people can embed those in their potion website. Um, so yeah, that was kind of cool. Like working with some, a couple other indie hackers to, to make that integration. Um, so that was good. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, well, so another thing I, I've been working on <clears throat> is activation 
So I'm, I'm working to try to activate users so that they start using Potion. Um, so I found that basically the, the people that end up not paying and just kind of leaving the, the seven-day trial are people that don't ever create their first site. Like that's the, the, the big majority of people that end up just kind of canceling. They never created a website. And, and creating a website is kind of like the, the magical moment. It's the aha moment. And so I'm trying to push people towards that, um, you know, fix anything that was stopping people, yeah. or confusing people, um, and really try to push them towards that. And uh, I think, you know, that will hopefully help that metric um, because I, I pulled out some data and if people didn't start a web or didn't create their first site nine days later into Potion, only 20% of people would come back at all. And and that was probably, they were probably coming back to like cancel. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then if someone created a website, um, nine days later, 60% of them would still be coming back and using potion. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I think that that data really does kind of show like I yeah. need to push people towards creating a website. And um, so my first kind of move that I did to do that was, I made a little two minute video that's kind of like a high level overview of just like walking you through the steps of creating a website on Potion. And that's like the first thing you see when you get into the Potion dashboard is that video um, to kind of show people, you know, okay, these are the steps. It's pretty easy. Explain it a little bit, but hopefully in a way kind of show them the aha moment right there just to show them like how close they are to it to like hey this is a website that i just created here you can see it right here you can update it live you know all that cool stuff um so yeah just put that out and uh add that to the product so we'll see how much of an effect that has yeah that's 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 good idea have do do you do you send out any emails during that period I don't. <laughs> so yeah, that that is uh yeah, that's the next thing I need to do. Um yeah, cuz that's obviously like, you know, kind of updating like just getting back in people's minds like, hey, here's, you know, another little tip about how you can use potion or another thing you can do with it that you might have not known or or here's like a a guide or something like that. So yeah, I need to create kind of that kind of drip email campaign. Yeah, it, it um, couldn't think... be just the one, right? Like, hey, we we you know, like we see you haven't created a site yet. Like, what's holding you back? Can we help? <laughs> Maybe that's enough already. Yeah, that's right? true. That is true. I kind of do that manually right ah, now. Like, I'll be I'll be checking <laughs> on anybody that creates new accounts, and I'll be emailing them personally and stuff. So a lot of times, like, it'll be and and maybe that's even better because like i'll look and see like okay where are they at in the process like did they create a site or they do they seem to be stuck and like <laughs> i wonder if some people think that's a little creepy sometimes because <laughs> sometimes i'll send an email that's like hey i saw that you created a site but you didn't set up this and that and uh hey can i help with that <laughs> I've, I've even sent an email that's like kind of ahead of that like Hey, I saw you didn't do this. Hey, these are the steps to do this. And I'm <laughs> just like laying it out for them. Um, yeah. So I guess in some ways, maybe, maybe doing a drip campaign is even, isn't, isn't even as good as what I'm doing already. I, would, I, I mean, 
I'm always expecting that even those emails are always automated, you know, like your backend checks if there's a site created and if something is set or not, and then decides which email to send. <laughs> right. I mean, I could do that and I probably should just to save myself some yeah. time at some <laughs> Sounds point. like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, I'm doing things that don't scale right now. So. <laughs> but But it does scale. <laughs> It actually does. <laughs> you can't automate that. <laughs> I know. I know. That's the. That's what I'm saying. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing that yet. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's. Yeah. That's some of the stuff I've been working on. Um. I have product hunt launch in just under two weeks now. So trying to get ready for that. Um. Probably have some research and some kind of some content preparation for that to have everything lined up for the the product hunt launch maybe you should um, do, maybe you should do some kind of feature freeze like a week before so you don't break anything right before the launch <laughs> that sounds that sounds too professional <laughs> all right let's <laughs> let's not do that <laughs> I, I got i got customers to support and help out no i don't know that's probably a good idea um, <laughs> yeah <clears throat> yeah uh that's probably it for me um anything any other thoughts you wanted to share before we end this one no no, no. i think we we get to wrap it sweet uh hopefully everyone enjoyed that chat and uh yeah if you have any thoughts definitely reach out to us on twitter and uh yeah we'll probably have a guest on soon again uh, in the future here um, and, and then keep uh, sharing what we're doing uh, so yeah thanks for listening and we'll talk to you in another episode see you next week <laughs>